Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. This episode is sponsored by my 7-Day Beat the Bloat Challenge. So ladies, if you want the tips, tricks and recipes to get you from bloated to beautiful, jump to the show notes and register now. Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. Today, I have the privilege of speaking to Melody, founder and owner of Vessi Olo. Mel, as she goes by, is passionate about creating beautiful natural products for face, body and home. So this is something I am super passionate about myself, especially having struggled with a lot of skin conditions. So I know how important it is to have these natural products for our face and and there is something beautiful about the meaning behind the name of your business, Mel. So tell me a little bit about you and tell me a little bit about your business. Well, thanks for having me, Sheridan. It's great to be on your podcast. Um, the name Bessie Olo is actually Finnish for water feeling. Um, I married a Finn and lived there for about five years. And um, just like Australia, the Finns have a huge affiliation with water. We live we live in it, we play in it. It's such a big part of our life, being an island. And I wanted to compi- combine the two, sort of marry them both. And, yeah, that's where Vesiola came from. Wow, wow. How different is it from there to here? So how long have you been in Australia for? We moved back here in 2013, um, so a few years ago. Um, I'm met my husband in Brisbane, but then we moved just before we were married about 2005, 2006 back to Finland. Um, We travelled around a bit and um, we got married, had our kids and then decided the, well, I kind of came to the conclusion that the Finnish winters were a bit too long and cold. So, yeah, Yeah. we came back in 2013. Yeah, fair enough. So she's been in Queensland. So you're, you're, I mean, you're over there now, which yeah, I've been living over there, and it's just, it's beautiful. So it's a total change. Yeah, and the water's so warm over there. When you're talking about the meaning of your business, um, you know, about that water and those kinds of things, and I think, oh, flip, like Queensland's just magic, and it's warm all year round. I can't imagine how cold it gets in Finland. Oh yeah, um, pretty cold. The coldest I experienced was about minus twenty. Yeah, in the wow. dead of winter um, and also the, the lack of sunlight. The sun comes just over the horizon. Um, so, yeah, that was part of the reasons why we did come back to this beautiful weather. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So you came back to Brisbane, you came back to Queensland and you decided to start up Bessie Olo. So tell me a little bit how that came about. I've been in the food industry for over 10 years. Um, I started that in Finland and then when we moved back, I had a a few um, catering companies, worked for a mental health um, retreat as a head chef Um, and I suffered burnout, um, working long hours, having children, that sort of thing and decided to walk away from the career 
Um, and then I needed something to keep me busy and something that I was passionate about. Uh, so that's why I started uh, Vesiolo. I've been making my own products for a long time and using natural products. So it just sort of, it was a good fit. So you started by making them at home yourself then before yes. it eventuated into business, right? Yeah, because I know a lot Absolutely. of my listeners, yeah, and myself as well, it's something that we tend to do a bit at home when you're trying to find natural alternatives and things. And A, you don't want to spend the millions because sometimes it's really, okay. really expensive. Or B, Absolutely. You, you it's can't a huge find, industry. Yeah, or not being able to find the right products as well. So So you said you started at home. So what made you start creating them at home? What was the kicker for you? Uh, Just if you look at a lot of the ingredients that are on, you know, your run-of-the-mill skin products, there's a lot of things in there you can't pronounce, you can't can't identify unless you do a lot of digging and researching. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, um, just for the general health and well-being uh, the less, less is more, I always say. So the less ingredients on a product, the better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, once you, what led you to start doing this at home though? Was there, you know, a particular turning point? Was there something? Because often we do just, uh, you know, we buy the products and we use the products and we don't actually realise how much damage they can be doing to our skin or our body, but often it takes some kind of health kick or some kind of eczema or psoriasis or acne or something that comes about that makes us go, hey, you know, I need to start looking down the natural approach. I would say it would, would, I've never had any big skin issues myself, but having children and just they've had some issues when they were babies and I wanted to make sure what I put on their skin was safe and that that would have been the linchpin for me absolutely yeah yeah so as well as the skin products when you started making things more naturally yourself was that reflected in your diet were you eating quite well as well to start with no to be honest um and once I did make that change in my diet uh I saw even bigger changes in my skin uh absolutely yeah, for sure. And what sort of what sort of changes do you talk about? What kind of foods did you flip to or where did that come from? Uh, I just started with a lot more variety of fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, the vitamins and minerals in those are so powerful for our body and for our skin. And I also um, stopped eating dairy probably two months ago. Yep. And yep. the change in my body and just the way I feel is huge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what foods now do you eat for skin health? Like what what kind of foods? You're not, obviously not eating dairy. What kind of things do you focus in on? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of foods that are rich in vitamin C, um, which is great for collagen uh, production. So, you know, citruses, um, there's pumpkins and lots of vegetables. More colour, the better. They have great uh, vitamins and minerals in them and I just sort of work those into every meal I have load it with color yeah so have you pulled this philosophy about food which you're you know you're obviously now focusing on a whole food diet and the nutrition and those components have you pulled that into your products absolutely yes uh the the ingredients that we put in our um 
our products are all plant-based, they're all toxin-free, there's no palm oil in them, they're as natural as you can get, which is why I always sort of work in with, you know, have your diet as natural as can be and also have the products that you use in your life as natural as can be as well. Yeah, for sure. I think this is something I'm really passionate about because when I work with women, I often see that sometimes they are doing a lot of the right things, like they're eating a lot of the good foods and, you know, they might be exercising and they're working on their gut health and they might even be taking some supplements and whatnot, but they're still not always seeing those finite changes but we forget how many toxins we can pick up from our home environment, from our skin, Absolutely. Care, from all those sides of things. So where do you think some of the big areas we grab toxins from our home are and why is that so important to start, you know, shifting towards a toxin-free environment? I think a lot of the products we use around our home um, can have a big effect on our health and our well-being. Uh, household cleaners have a lot of um, products in them that can affect your immune system, your ho- your hormones, your skin, and just has this whole domino effect of of your life. So definitely yeah. your home products and what you're what you're using around your house. Yeah, yeah, and I know there is um, you know a lot more of a push now for the essential oils and those you know DoTerra products or whatnot to help clean as well. I know there's more and more women getting into that because you're right. I think we are starting to realize that if we're looking at all the chemicals in our cleaning products, the plastics we use, then our skincare, it's actually quite an overload on our liver Absolutely. and our system to try and yeah get get rid of all of that. Um, you talk about skin food in your yes. in your products. Can you explain that a little bit? Skin food is um, a passion project of mine that's come from, you know, Vesiolo and the, the whole thing we're doing with the skin. And I just wanted to um, incorporate that with my experience in the food industry and creating great food and work that into promoting eating not only for your inner health but for your skin health as well. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So you talk about you didn't have a lot of skin issues um, but you said that, yeah, you in when you were having children, that's when you started going, okay, I'm really going to focus on this skin health. How do you personally look after your own skin besides using toxic-free products? Um, eating obviously eating eating well um i also um ice my face once a day what tell me a little bit about that <laughs> that's not that, something i'm doing down it, here it's way too cold <laughs> no i know it, it takes a bit to get used to um it's cold therapy has been around for a long time i mean i can talk about when we were back in finland and what they do there is they have a nice hot sauna then they'll go and stand outside in the cold it actually promotes cold on the skin is great for circulation. It tightens your pores. It's really good for um, also um, acne. So acne um, flare-ups, it can help with that. So what I do is I have my shower, I cleanse my face, and I just trot off to the um, kitchen, get an ice cube out of the freezer, and I ice my face just all over my neck, my decolletage area. Just once a day, and as I said, it does take a bit of getting used to. It's a bit cold, um, but I have noticed the benefits um, of it. It's really good if you've got sort of um, bags under your eyes, if you know you're not getting enough sleep or whatever, and the inflammation as well. It's really good um, for that. 
Yeah, wow. So just uh, one ice cube till it's kind of melted yeah. over your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Just one. You can, I mean, it depends on the size of the ice cube ice cube tray, whatever you have. But, yeah, just one will do. Um, and it depends on the weather. Like up here in Queensland, it's warmer, obviously. That um, but, yeah, it's, it's quite refreshing. To put your cream on a actually absorbs it a lot better once yeah, it's wow. once your face yeah right yeah i i haven't tried it and i haven't heard it before but it is something that i will go. i will give a go especially i think especially for those with acne as well it could be um really helpful yeah. when there is that inflammation that's quite clear in someone's skin as their body's absolutely out those impurities um yes absolutely it's great for acne yeah, yeah. What do you enjoy cooking then? If you're so passionate about skin health, toxin-free living, what things do you enjoy? I love to cook Asian food. That would hands down be my most favourite cuisine. I like it because it's quick um, and you can also have the opportunity to load it up with lots of vegetables. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I, I do. Um, the Asian diet has a lot of um, they don't use a lot of dairy, sorry. So that's quite, uh, that works really well for me. So I don't have to worry about finding a substitute for it. It's just generally, you know, some noodles or some rice and some vegetables with a little bit of protein. Yeah. So I imagine when you're cooking a bit like your skincare products and whatnot, you probably don't use many processed foods or pre-made foods or packet no. sauces or anything like that. No, absolutely not. Um, the less processed, the better, I always say. Um, and I've always, uh, there's an age-old rule that I don't know if you've heard of, but in the supermarket, if you stick to the outer aisles, so don't go into the centre aisles where all the processed, pre-made things are, um, you're pretty safe. So, yeah, I try to make my own things and I've just, you know, created ways that where it's easy for me as well. And that's what I'm trying to show in skin food as well, just how easy good food can be. So what about um, washing powders, fabric softeners, dish soaps, all those things? Do you make them? Do you sell them? What's the what's the go with trying to keep all that toxin-free in the home? I do make um, all my own products. So I've, I make my own dishwashing powder that I've just trialled. Um, I've got the recipe up on the website there in Skin Food, oh, which amazing. is really effective. Yeah, it's, it's the, all, the, all the ingredients you can pretty much buy in the supermarket. Uh, you just need some essential oils. I also make my own washing powder, which is three ingredients. Of what I make my own hand wash for the kids um, using some Castile soap, water and essential oils. So, and... Um, the, yeah, pretty much everything in my house I make myself. I don't really go down that cleaning aisle of the supermarket at all anymore. I buy all my toilet paper through a subscription service that comes plastic-free. So I, I generally don't go down that aisle at all anymore, which is really good. Yeah, that's amazing. So when I was in Queensland, I used to recycle soft plastics as well because, like you, I'm very 
passionate about having a plastic-free home, more sustainable, using lots of jars, you know, all those kinds of things. And I was doing the soft plastics recycling and dropping my bag off every fortnight to um, Coles or whatnot. But I haven't actually seen that here in in WA yet. Oh, really? No, no, super interesting. But I can imagine in your house, if your cooking's very clean, your house is very toxin-free, that you're probably quite passionate about sustainability and recycling and you know because I don't even think people realize how many toxins can leach into the home even from from your rubbish and your plastics but even your mattresses and dust build up and there's it just goes on absolutely yeah absolutely um you know making sure that your home is not containing you know all those nasty things I think is really important and and trying to get that information out there, finding the information can sometimes be difficult. Yeah, yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about the impact on our hormones from, I guess, from these these chemicals and these plastics? Because we know that they can be disrupting to our system, which is why often I tell women, get rid of the toxins, get rid of the plastics, like get rid of the chemicals and, yeah, start purchasing and placing um what is it like emphasis on these natural skincare items absolutely um i just think it can affect your um i've done done a bit of research sorry i'm rambling on here Um, i've done a bit of research in how it does affect your hormones it can it can um, affect um, reproduction hormones testosterone estrogen levels all that kind of thing so that's something we need we i think we really need to work on um do a bit of research into absolutely yeah because i know that um from sort of background things with women that we often say cut the plastics because it can mimic estrogens in the body and it can obviously can disrupt the chemical messaging system but if we're thinking hey women already are stressed out we've got a lot of cortisol and often not always but a lot of excess estrogen um then if we're obviously eating foods that aren't good for us but if we're also putting chemicals in our skin in our hair in our homes that mimic estrogens and the plastics and the bpa and all that kind of stuff then all of a sudden you're like well no wonder your liver's overloaded it's got so much extra to process and you're already estrogen dominant and now you've got all these mimicking effects going around in your body as well there's there's a lot of cleaners out there that mimic um, those hormones as well that can have a, a big effect on yeah. estrogen and testosterone levels as well. So I think, yeah, absolutely important that we need to be aware of what they are and yeah. how we can replace them with products that, you know, sort of help help our bodies out. Yeah, for sure. Do you see or did you see in your children um, any presence of like eczema or dermatitis or any skin issues from um chemical cleaners or do you see that in people and then when they transition to something like vesiolo or being more natural that there is um not you know it's not it's not the one thing that's going to resolve it but when there is things like contact dermatitis there must be there must be changes surely i i've had great feedback from people um using our products especially our beauty balm uh, that it helps with their eczema and their dermatitis. It's cleared it up. Uh, Nappy Rash is another one we've had great mm-hmm. feedback from just because of the natural products and, and it's not trying to mimic anything that the, that the body doesn't already do. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, what would you say is the difference in, you know, one or two sentences? What is the difference between Vesiolo compared to other products and why, you know, we've obviously spoken about the health benefits and why it's so important that people transition to a toxin-free home and a toxin-free life. But something like Vesiolo, and I know for me, small businesses and women who are really passionate about pushing these things is really important because I think then there is that that extra love and that extra, you know, your, um, I guess beauty yeah. behind the product. Absolutely. Um, I think the Ciola offers, you know, we're, we're a small batch um, product business. We're not mass produced um, and our quality checking um, is of the highest quality. Um, and we make our product knowing it's cruelty-free, there's no nasties in it, and it's plant-based. And just that we're doing what we can um, for the environment. So all our packaging is plastic-free. A lot of our products, the vessels that they come in are reusable, and we say that on our labels. We say, you know, once you've used this product, please wash it and reuse it. The jars and things we have make really good little trinket holders, and you know, you can use it for all sorts of things. And um, that's what I think um, sort of sets us apart from some other products out there, absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Well, I know I'm excited to try some of your products and to have a scope oh, around and find some of your recipes and start making because that's one thing I have not attempted and I have wanted to is, you know, your dishwashing powder and your washing powder and sort of going that next step in making the home a, a friendlier space. Oh, that's great. It's so, and the thing is, it's so easy to make and the, it's so cheap. It's cheap. Like you're spending, you know, when you go and buy a product in the supermarket, like washing powder, you're paying for the packaging, the label, the marketing, you know, all those sort of things as well. But if you make it yourself, you're cutting that out and the, the, the effect on the environment is a big one as well. So, you know, you're not having to recycle plastic and all that sort of thing every time you run, run out of it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, which is, like you said, is so, so important. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on today. And for those of you who want to know a bit more, I will put uh, Mel's links in the show notes. So the website, Vesiolo, her Instagram handle, so Vesiolo Fluid Beauty, her email address if you want more information on that. And, yeah, just reach out to her, ask her your questions. If you're trying to make something at home, send Mel a message. Um, a, yes, yes. It's always nice having someone to bounce off. I know what I know what that's like when you get a bit stuck. Um, and if you need some new or good products, jump on and have a look at Vesiolo's site as well. Well, so thank you thank for having me, Sheridan. It's <laughs> No problem at all. Now the um, internet is a little bit touch and go, but yes, thank you so much for today. And I'll make sure to link that all in the show notes. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share, and let's get women talking.